What is going on guys? It's your man Jeremiah Justin Riley back at it again with another episode of The Journey. It is season two ladies and gentlemen and I told you guys that I was taking the podcast in a different direction uh, because just my whole mindset has changed. My whole mentality has changed and here on season two we're definitely you know gonna talk about you know just mindset you know how to accomplish goals but another thing I said I wanted to do on season two is I wanted to bring on uh, guest and so today I have a very special guest. I have my man Cole Methods Man at MJC, and now he's out here and he's doing big things. So Cole, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me on the podcast. How you yeah, doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. Yeah. So yeah. before we start, I'm, I have a gift for you. Oh, okay, for sure, man. Everybody. everybody, my man Cole has a gift for me. So, Let's see what it is. I got this for you. I'll throw it back in the freezer. I, I wanted to get you that yeah. hat, but yeah. so you I want you to take this home. So I want you to, these are some T-bones. Oh, okay, some T-bone steak. And then this is uh, some, some hamburger meat for you. I want you to bring that home, I want you to try it out. Oh, for sure, bro. Yo, <laughs> hell yeah, bro. Hey, hey, I appreciate it. Hey, thanks. Yeah. Bro. I got you, sure, bro. I want man. you to barbecue that up. Man. Hell yeah, bro. I'm gonna have my grandma like season this up, you know what I mean? Like, cook on like a pan or something. Yeah, let me know. put it back in the freezer so we can get the Yeah. Hey, hey, I appreciate that, bro. Like, <laughs> don't that, forget to take it. Yeah, for sure, man. I'm gonna I'm definitely take that, bro. Like, shit, man. Hey, I appreciate that, bro. Yeah, bro. I got, I, like I said, I wanted to get you that hat, but. Yeah. Like it didn't, it didn't come in yet. So. Yeah, hey, I, for real, bro. I, I, I've never had like no one like give me like, you know, like some like meat and like your like. Well, tell everyone what you do first, and then then I'll get into it. All right, so you know, growing up, I was always you know living on the farm and everything, and I started a beef cattle company at a in high school, and actually before the coronavirus, I would sell to the just to the feedlot sell like at. Uh, was a Turlock or an Oakdale and I would just sell there and I wouldn't know who was buying my meat that would just that would my meat would go to the sell yard they'd give me a price and the sales yard would sell that to you know Harris Ranch or whatever and then once the coronavirus hit we stopped selling to China and so the prices just plummeted right so I didn't I didn't have a I wasn't making any money, so I had to make a pivot in my business. And so I decided from selling it to the sale commercially, I'll just start selling the meat privately. Mm. So I sell hanging meat, which is, you know, the, the steer is killed. And so the person buys the actual meat. And okay. so they, they buy the meat, which is about 650 pounds of meat. They buy that. I have a person that um, I recommend that cuts the steaks up and everything. and. You know, you get steaks, hamburger meat, and you get that much for it, you know, in a cow. And it's, I think it's so much better doing it that way because the way you're doing it with me is that you're probably going to spend around $2,000, you know, 2,100 bucks for a cow. But if you buy the meat in the store, you're actually going to spend upwards of $9,000 because the meat prices and everything right now. Because I sell my meat prices at $2.80 a pound. Mm. But I mean, what's hamburger meat at right now? Yeah, like you um, know yeah it's like t- like you know it's just ha- expensive man <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know and 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 that's why i really do appreciate it, you know because like um i touched upon this earlier uh but one one thing that i appreciate about you cole you know is that like you really are you know like a local farmer you really raise that meat and it's all natural and a lot of the stuff that we get like in the stores it's pumped up with like antibiotics and you know, it's just not good for you, man. So thank you, man. I really yeah, do no appreciate problem, that, man. You know, no problem. And yeah. the thing about, so for my cows, I do use antibiotics when they're calves because they, the calves will get sick. Right. Mm-hmm. And you, so I give them the antibiotics, which is, you know, like I'll give them, a, it's called Nufler and that's a, for respiratory diseases because I, w- I hate to see the guys with the organic cows, they have a calf. And they have medicine that they can do something for that calf, but because they're organic, they can't give that calf medicine, so that calf dies. Oh, okay. So yeah. I just think organic is more inhumane to do it that way. And plus, with the antibiotics, there's actually a 
bef- you can't see, I, I think it's like 65 days after the last shot. If you give, so you give it a shot, you can't butcher it for 65 days. So you're not even getting the antibiotics in the meat. Mm-hmm. And usually when we do give antibiotics, that's when they're calf. So, I mean, you give them antibiotic when they're a calf and then you won't even butcher for a year later. But the one thing that I don't do and that I think that, you know, you you get this in the store, you get this in any type of animal, you get it in chicken, you get it in fish, anything is that they pump it full of hormones. They do the GMOs. And I think the GMOs is, you know, you're not getting good quality meat because they're pumping it full of hormones, not feeding it correctly. And you are what you eat. You know what I mean? You're good. If you eat those little steroid baby cows, you're going to turn into a little steroid baby human, you know, yeah. and that is, you're just not eating healthy meat. Yeah. And that's just how, that's just what I think. Yeah. You know, so what, what would you say, uh, a, a question just popped up in my mind. What would you say to someone like who, you know, doesn't have access to like a local farmer like yourself, like who practices and I guess you say like the better ways of raising meat yeah and like they have to go to the store what, what would you say like is the best meat to get from the grocery store ah uh, man I wouldn't to be honest if you're gonna buy meat I would not go to a grocery store I wouldn't go to Safe Mart or Safeway find a local butcher shop you know there's a mm-hmm. butcher shop in every there's like probably two or three but that's still I'm pretty sure there's one in series go to your local butcher shop and buy meat there okay so if you can do it that way or go to a local farmer's market and do it that way because you're gonna get it cheaper better quality and and so you know going into the stores and getting what they have at safe mart yeah definitely man Mm -hmm. but also like i would it's hard because the way i do is you got to buy the full cow you know Mm. it's hard because you want to buy a steak at a time yeah but it's if you wanna you wanna be able to find that farmer and befriend that farmer so you know you can get meat mm-hmm. instead of having to rely on the store. Yeah. You know, that that that's true, you know. So if I came to you, you know, let's say, you know, I had like, you know, hundred dollars and I'm like, hey, you know, can you help me out with some steaks, you know? Yeah. That, that that'd be like a way to do it. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't be able to do it because uh, my business running. Oh, I feel I feel but yeah. you know, um, if I if I have like advanced like say I'm I'm because I I make my own meat too for myself if I can get that in advance I'll definitely do that for you. Oh okay okay. You know definitely. what I mean? Yeah. I I get what you're saying now because you you sell the the whole. Cow. Yeah. Yeah. And how many steaks could I get like out of a cow? <sighs> Dude, um, a lot. I would say probably <laughs> three hundred. Three hundred steaks. And it all depends on the cuts and everything. Because, I mean, I think there's only about... I'm not, a, I'm not a butcher, so I think there's only about eight rib steaks. There's only a couple T-bones, but you can get, like... You make them smaller and all this stuff. Yeah. But you get a lot of hamburger meat, too. It, it all depends, like, what you want. So you can get all good steaks, or you can get more hamburger meat than steaks. You can get jerky and stuff like that. Definitely, man. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't know that you could get, like, all that from... I mean, I knew a cow is, like, a big animal, but it's, like... When you said 300 steaks, I was like, wow, <laughs> that's a lot. A, a steer, because, you know, it's around 650 pounds of meat. That'll feed a family for a year. Yeah. You know, just throw it in the, just have a freezer, chest freezer, throw it in the, it'll feed you family for a year, saving so much money that way, so much healthier. Definitely, man. Definitely. Another thing um, that I kind of want to pivot towards, and I guess it's the main uh, content of today's episode is you know you run your own business you know and you know uh i i I would say like that that's very 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 like you know like admirable and it's very good you know because how old are you again for our viewers 23 yeah so you know you're 23 you know you're running your own business you know and i'm pretty sure that that takes like a certain level of like drive and like mental toughness you know so like Mm. Can you just talk about like what got you like to that mindset, I guess? To that mindset? So I just growing up is kind of how I was raised, you know, my yeah. my dad just always was like, you're not working hard enough. You're not working hard enough. You're not working hard enough. So that that got me to wanting to work hard and work hard and work hard. But then, you know, I I did what most people do is I got out of high school. And I mean, I that was when I was smaller. I got out of high school and I started, you know, partying and drinking and doing all this and not really focusing on myself. Mm-hmm. 
but you know, I had a, I had that situation I was talking about with the arrest. And from when I got into that arrest, I realized like, what, like, what am I doing here? I'm not doing anything to help myself. So I, you know, I started that arrest really made me get mental toughness because it made me realize like, everything's not that bad, you know? Yeah. If like, as long as you're healthy, your family's healthy, everything's not that bad. And we're lucky to be human. I mean, how many organisms are on this planet, right? There's so many organisms on this planet and we're lucky enough to be humans. And we're lucky enough to be able to drive vehicles around, go places instead of, you know, moving dirt around in an ant in an anthill. Yeah. You know, we can live more than th- like three days like a bee does. Mm-hmm. So it's like we're lucky enough to do this. We we should do something about that. You know, work hard, take care of your body and don't take being human for granted. And that's just kind of how I feel. Definitely, man. You know, I think that for me, one thing that I realized was, you know, just like how you were saying, you know, like, as long as you're healthy, your family's healthy, you know, like, everything's really, like, not that bad, you know, and one thing that I feel like I kind of had to, like, exit was just kind of, like, the whole victimhood mentality, you know, I, I thought that my problems were the biggest problems in the world, and I thought that, you know, someone else didn't have it as worse off as me, you know, until I realized I was, like, my problems aren't unique, and there's millions of people, like, on this earth, like, who go through the same shit, or it's, like, worse. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, like, once I, like, realized that, you know, I just took a look around, and I was, like, you know, I feel like so, like, so many times, people always spend all the time, like, you know, thinking about the problem, you know, and I feel like it's good to, like, acknowledge the problem, but then it's, like, okay, like, what are you gonna do, you know, to, like, fix it? Because, like, your mind can either be, like, okay, like, I'm gonna be, like, problem-based or, like, Mm solution-based, you know? So, it's, like, you know, let's say, like, you know, you're struggling, you know, like, financially, okay, well, you know, figure out a way to, like, make more money, you know, start a business, get a skill, get a trade, figure out a way to invest in yourself so you can invest in other things and build that money. Yeah, no, that's that's completely true. That makes me think about, have you ever read any Stoicism? So, what's stoicism? So, so stoicism is an ancient kind of philosophy that they used in the Roman times. And this quote by Marcus Aurelius was known as like the last great emperor of Rome. He was, he was actually a, he was such a good person. He was adopted by the Roman Empire, like the, the emperor, and made him Rome, Roman. Mm-hmm. And he always says to, con- you know, be able to control. Don't worry about the things that you can't control. Only worry about the things that you can control. Because yeah. if you worry about things you can't control, that's when you get your anxiety because it's out of your control. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. But like, say like, you know, if you're, you're, you're not working and you have a bad finance or something's going on in your life, focus on the things that you can control. Mm-hmm. And the other things that you can't control, that's going to happen. There's nothing you can do about it. It's just, you know, just move on with your life, you know? Definitely, yeah. Man. You know, like, I, I think, like, and, and you touched upon it a little bit, you know, where that's how, like, people's anxiety comes in because they're like, oh, you know, like, uh, this is happening, this is happening, this is happening. But it's like, once I feel like you focus on things that you can control, it's like the problems that you think you have, like, they just become, like, less stressful. And everything, it's almost like a weight is, like, kind of, like, off your shoulders. Mm-hmm. And... I think that's why, like, for me, like, like, I feel like that's why, like, I really don't, you know, get anxiety anymore, you know, because it's like something happens and I'm like, okay, like, can I do something about this? Like, in, you know, 48 hours or so, like, is this still going to be something that is going to, like, impact me or my family? Yeah. going to be something I can work on or is it just like a little minor problem if it if it doesn't bother me after a couple of days yeah i'm like okay (laughs) you know like like whatever and it's like what's crazy is because i feel like in our generation like 
you know, people like who, you know, are maybe, I want to say like under 25, I, I want to say is like the range for, for our generation. A, a lot of like people just worry about like things and like they make it into like a big deal. They're like, oh, you know, like, uh, I couldn't get a text back from my ex. <laughs> and, and it's like, I'm like, that's a good thing. <laughs> you know, it, like if your ex, you know, didn't like text you back. I mean, and, like that's a good thing. Cause it's like, y'all weren't meant to be anyways. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. For real. That, yeah. That's so true. And uh, the, also the thing that Marcus really has said, which I am, I'll, I'll like I'll, I'll give a bunch of book recommendations and stuff, but he also says nothing is good nor bad without human perception. Mm. You get what I'm saying? That's a good one. That's deep. Like because you're say you have a car that breaks down, mm-hmm. like oh man, that's bad. Yeah. But somebody that doesn't have a car will say, oh my gosh, I have a car that's good. Yeah. <laughs> you know. You know true. what I mean? So it's just like. There's, um, like an object is not good or bad. It's mm-hmm. you make it good or bad yourself. And yeah. that's the same thing with the situation. That's what people also need to realize that is, and the, um, that's the same thing that happened, you know, with my arrests. Yeah. For, for those of you don't know me, I got, um, so was, in 2019, I, I was arrested uh, because uh, somebody robbed my house. Um, I saw the person at the gas station and I, um, you know, beat him up <laughs> trying yeah. to get my stuff back. I went through the courts and everything. And that's what really, really changed me as a person. And that's when I really started to get into stoicism. That's when I really started to lose weight. I used to be 225 pounds and now, right now I'm what, 150. So, and it's just, kind of forgot where I was going with that but that situation made me realize is nothing is good good or bad on your own so I was trying to think through that whole situation is man this this is a good thing this is a good thing mm-hmm. you know because people like some people want to go to jail you know because they can get fed yeah. you know so I was just trying to stay positive stay positive stay positive and you know everything worked out and it, I got a misdemeanor and everything, but it's, and that's another thing that that was completely out of my control. Yeah, I messed up, but going through the course system for that two years, my life hanging over my head, that also made me realize like, because I would come home and I would freak out, just so scared, you know, what, what's going to happen? What's going to happen to me? And that's when I started getting into stoicism. And that's the one thing that really connected with me was nothing is good nor bad without human perception and you know don't worry about the things that you can't control and worry about the things that you can control and fix them and yeah definitely man you know and and thank you for sharing you know that 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 experience you know on the podcast you know like can't can't really you know can't imagine how you, you must have felt in that moment but i'm glad that you know you, you were able to to learn from it, you know? Yeah. Like, I look back on, like, my life, you know, and it's just, like, I feel like, you know, like, the, like, like all, all throughout my life, like, I never really, you know, did, like, anything, like, significant or, like, anything, you know, like, worth talking about, you know? I just went through, like, middle school and high school, you know, just kind of, like, being, like, a goofball. You know what I mean? So was I, dude. I yeah. was a class clown, yeah. center of attention growing yeah. up. It's just definitely, man. I, I I feel like I was like that a bit, like when we first met, man, in, in that principals and marketing class. So you know? was I, but that that halfway through the class is when I got arrested. Yeah. So, was I, so. <laughs> you know, and then like things just change, you know, and and I feel like, for me, like what led me down like this path of like self improvement was, you know, basically, you know, for those of you guys that don't know. There was this one girl, you know, uh, at, at MJC and, you know, like basically like we were talking, you know, we had a connection come to find out, you know, she basically, you know, still had feelings for her ex and like, just basically like, you know, closed me off and went back to like her ex. And I feel like for, for the long, for like, it seemed like forever, but there was like a couple months where like I was just down bad, you know, I was just, 
eating like shit, you know, just mm-hmm. fucking just being bad, just just being down bad. And then I was like, you know, let me try and do something productive, you know. So I started going to the gym a bit and I really started getting my mind right. And one thing that I've learned, like when like you're self-improving is you have to do it like for like the right reasons, mm-hmm. because that's when I started getting involved in like the red pill, you know, and everything. And I started like having this whole mindset where, oh, you know, like you have to like uh, be, 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 be a man of value, you know, and like, you know, like you have to like make her submit. And then I had that mindset for like the longest time. And so I carried that along with the self-improvement where it was purely out of anger, purely, purely out of rage. I tried to get, you know, the girl's attention and get her back. And that that didn't end up working. And then I started realizing I was like, wait a minute, hold on. I'm doing this for the wrong reason. And I'm trying to follow this philosophy, you know, and it's, you know, telling me like, oh, you know, automatically going with the mindset of you make her submit and you're a man of value. And then I started looking around and I was like, well, I'm not really a man of value because I don't have shit going on. (laughs) You know, (laughs) like the only productive thing I feel like I was doing was just going to the gym. But it's like I wasn't trying to like hash out like any of these like ideas that I had or, or hash out like any like of these like problems that I was having like, you know, mentally. And so then I just started saying you know, how can like, I, ch- how can I channel this energy, like, in a positive way? And I feel like that just led me just on the whole, like, you know, like, really just whole mindset, you know, because I kind of like how you were saying, yeah. you know, like, you need to have like the right mindset, you know, when, you, when you're going into things. Well, when you have that growth mindset, yeah, you also attract more other people that have that a growth mindset, yeah. you know, and like, my so i was with my girlfriend that i have now we've been together for almost three years and she has been a blessing in my life mm. and so we got together before remember when you met her at school oh yeah, yeah, that yeah, same, yeah. it's that same oh, same girl sure, yeah man. she's she's my rock she's my everything but so we were i was going through that like before um before i got arrested i was you know partying drinking and really taking her for granted, right? And so the analogy I like to say it is, so when people, like two ships are uh, sailing in a parallel line, right? Mm -hmm. One ship takes a one degree shift to the right. Over time, they're gonna be completely separated. And that's the same thing with mindset. You need to have a person that has the same exact mindset as you because if you're on that growth mindset, and that person's like on the growth mindset for a little bit and then they veer off just one percent to the left over time you're going to be completely separated so you need to have a you need to have a girl Mm. that is on that growth mindset with you and growing together so you guys can you know stay together for you know forever yeah you know it's like you grow together like you grow apart Mm -hmm. you know and 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 i feel like that for me too like that was like, cause I've been with my girlfriend, it's been like a year and nine months, you know, and it's been like, honestly, like the best year and nine months that I've ever, like I've, I've ever had, you know, just, you know, like you were saying, like just, just ha- having someone there, like who really like cares about you that much. And when we got together, it was right around the time where I was over that previous girl, you know what I mean? But I, I met my current girlfriend now and I still like had like that, you know, like, growth mindset but like for like the wrong yeah reasons like it was just purely just full of like rage and me thinking i was better than everyone <laughs> and then like i just started like taking her for granted and like we started to like grow apart and like i took some time to like really think about what i wanted out of life and i was like you know what like i have a good connection with her i don't want to lose this you know because she's been there for me like when you have a girl who like puts up like with all your bs (laughs) you know and like still and like still like cares for you like i realized not to take that for granted so then i was like you know what like let me just change and so now it's like i feel like that's why like for like the podcast it's like you know kind of kind of like how you were telling me earlier cole you know like i shouldn't feel bad how when i started the podcast i was talking about female nature and making them submit to me because it's like that's how i was feeling at the time 
But yeah. now it's like me. It's like I want to like you know connect with like minded individuals. And who, that's part of waking up. You yeah, know? exactly. You you awaking waking up is realizing that you know nothing. Yeah. As soon yeah. as you start thinking you know something, you're right back asleep. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I like I really liked how you said like having a girl there that is gonna put up with your bullshit. You yeah. know? Because I was with my girl. And I was partying, taking her for granted and stuff. And I, I, I loved her. I've always loved her. Yeah. But I, I was just a dumb young kid. You know, I knew nothing about being in a relationship. And she, 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 she didn't tell me at this time, but, you know, later on in a relationship. Because she says, I got arrested. Right. Mm-hmm. And she was there when they took me away in cuffs. Because we were supposed to go out on a date that night. So I got arrested. I, uh, the guy tried to chase me. I came home to, you know, get make sure that he wasn't coming to the house. And she saw me with, you know, everything, the blood and stuff on me. But at that time, the cops came. She called her mom and says, hey, Cole got arrested. She's like, okay, what are you going to do? She's like, I'm going to stay with him. And she stayed with me through all of that. And me coming out of that into a better person her forcing me to be a better person i remember because i mean i didn't change right away after i got arrested i started drinking more i started doing all this and one day i was at work from the night night of boozing Mm. and i had so much anxiety that i just laid on the floor in there and curled up like a ball and i worked with my grandparents and my like my grandparents own the company that i work for and I, I go into there and not knowing to me, my girlfriend already talked to my grandma telling her that I needed help. I said, hey, Nana, I can't work today. I'm, I'm so anxious, I can't do this. And she goes, Cole, you need to change your lifestyle. You know, you know, stop drinking for two weeks. So, all right. So I stopped drinking for a week and a half. <laughs> that Wednesday, I was like, I need a beer. I drank, I drank that beer and I, I, I felt like shit. I, and then after that, I, I, I stopped, stopped drinking for a long time. And I'm like, I, I still drink. I like, to, I like to enjoy myself, but it's on the weekends. You know what I mean? And I like, like at night, like I'll have a glass of wine or something like that if I'm feeling myself. But it's just don't have that excess and don't make it a crutch. Yeah. But so she's, she stayed with me this entire time and forced me to grow, forced me to become a better person. Mm. And that just grew my love for her even more and i feel like that's what everybody needs it if, if it's not a if it's just, you don't have a girlfriend that's fine but you just need to have a friend in your life that's gonna push you like also my buddy aaron my buddy aaron pushes me like crazy which i think he would be a good person to be on the podcast because he's way smarter than i am oh for sure but maybe next time man. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'd be awesome dude yeah. he's so smart and he knows more about farming and everything than i do but you just need those people in your life that are just gonna push you and do, surround yourself by that crowd, you know? Like, I've, I have friends that I was hanging out with in the past, and if they listen to this, I love you guys to death, and I'm so thankful for everything that you have done for me in t- my entire life, but it's just, it's not who I am anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you just, you gotta, you can still have those people, you can still be friends with those people, but you gotta understand that those people are there for hanging out, hanging out with the boys. They're mm-hmm. not gonna make you grow. Yeah. And then you gotta have the people that are gonna make you grow and you're gonna surround yourself. And then every once in a while you can go hang out with these buddies and stuff like that, but you gotta be surrounding with the people that you're gonna grow. Exactly, you know. And and, and I like how like you brought that up, like surrounding yourself like w- with positive influences too, you know. Because like on this podcast, like, you know, I really wanted to just like, like I said, you know, connect with like-minded, you know, individuals and, create a community where we just like all like build each other up you know mm-hmm. and there's like some like friends you know like uh like back like in the bay where like it's like yeah it's like they're they're cool to talk to you yeah. know like, like and everything but that like like you said it's like that's not that's not what i do you know anymore you and know? it's still okay to you know to yeah. love them because they you've had so much fun with them in yeah. the past so many you, memories you, so you know? many memories and yeah. stuff and it's still okay to love those but people but you just got to understand what they're there for yeah and it's it might sound like a dick thing to do but 
it's your life. Yeah. You're gonna upset some people mm. in order to become the great, yeah. the great, the great person you are right now. And you know, mm. in order to grow, you're gonna have to upset some people. And then the people that get upset by that, mm. that they're not really your friends in the first place because they will say, "Oh, dude, you're changing. You're changing. You're not the same person anymore. Come out and party with us." Yeah. Is that really a friend? Exactly. You know, they're they're fake, man. You know, it's like they it's like I feel like the only reason, you know, like why they complain is because like, you know, you changed, you know, and like you didn't remain the same, you know, because it's like there's a lot of like people like from my past where it's like I know what they're about. They're just all about, you know, like just smoking weed, you know, and just like doing nothing else. Mm -hmm. And like for me, like back like. I'm not gonna lie, like, I, I'm still kind of a pothead. <laughs> you know, dude, smoking, you, smoking you, weed is not bad. Yeah, it's, it's because people say like, oh, smoking weed makes you lazy. Smoking, no, you were already lazy to begin with. Smoking yeah. weed just makes you more lazier. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That's true. But it's okay because uh, the way I think, anything that comes from the earth is good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just what humans do to that makes it bad. It's not on like it's not on this earth because it's it's bad it there's the reason there's a reason it's on this earth mm-hmm. and you know if you if you have had a long day yeah. and you come home you yeah. you, went, you went to school you went to work you got a good workout and you got everything done yeah then it's okay to indulge and relax and enjoy mm-hmm. yourself you know put you yeah. in that right right mindset for yeah. the next day yeah. but have you noticed if you are a lazy piece of shit all day mm-hmm you take a hit of that weed how anxious do you get do you get anxious right that yeah bro you do you know and and it's like for me like i'm i'm like so like unproductive you know what i mean like that's why like for me like i i've really just had to like kind of just like cut it down like a bit because it's like you know like i like i I know like a lot of dudes like (laughs) like won't won't admit this but it's like I, i know what happens like you know like when like people like smoke weed and like they're hella unproductive you wake up you take a hit you go back to sleep they leave it's like a crutch for them right yeah exactly and that's all that is doing is masking the fact that they're upset because they're lazy yeah because they don't do anything about it and they you know they get up they're lazy oh man i'm so lazy i feel like shit i can't do anything so they take that hit and they're like oh everything's okay yeah but it's not okay they're just masking it Mm -hmm. but when you use it for what it's supposed to, the anti-inflammatory properties, you know, the anti-cancer properties, getting you in the right mindset, the creative stuff. When you use it for what it's for, that's when it's good. Yeah. You know, you just have to do like really everything in in moderation, you know. Everything in moderation. Yeah. There, there there's this one uh book that that i read you know because like one thing that i'm doing more is like just like reading more you know and, and yeah. i know that, that you have like some good book recommendations you yeah know? I, I try to read dude yeah. i try to read but it's like i i, I mainly read audible mm-hmm. like on audiobooks i love yeah. audiobooks because i mean i sit in the tractor all day and i read and that reminded me of a quote right now i, I don't know if i'm gonna quote this but do you know naval ravikant no who is he uh, he's a big tech guy over in uh, the Bay, like the Silicon Valley and stuff. He he's a lot more bigger than a big tech guy, but he kind of turned into like a mindset kind of guru type guy. Mm-hmm. He's actually a really smart person, really really wealthy and successful person. And he says, if you're not earning and you're not learning, then what are you doing? Yeah. You know, and it's okay to listen because I have my comedy podcast too, but. I try to, I try to, throughout the day when I'm working, I listen to good podcasts, good audiobooks that are going to help me. Mm. And then when I get home after the day, I like to throw on my, my comedy, like, do you know Joey Diaz? I've heard of him. Dude, yeah. you got Joey yeah. Diaz, like all those, like, I love, I love comedy, but it's just, it's, it's another treat, you know, mm. you 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 want to learn and then give yourself the treat because that treat is going to feel a lot better exactly. if you did it's just like sitting on the couch like i like to watch tv i like i've been watching that 1883 like we're <laughs> yeah, talking about yeah. when we're getting that workout in 
Man, if I go right now, it's wait, what is it? Twelve forty one. If I go and sit down right now and watch eighteen eighty three, I'm like, yeah, this is a good show. It's a badass show. Yeah. But I'm not gonna enjoy it as much as I am after a long day's work, get home, sit with my girl, we have some popcorn or just cook some you know, we're yeah. not that's when you really start to enjoy things. Yeah. You know, and, and, and you just always just have to I feel like just you know really just put the work in you know yeah and the the compound effect i think is by what's his name tom hardy i think i think i'm i'm that's probably i think that's who it was by but uh there's this book called the compound effect and i feel like when i read it the first time it really kind of like changed like just like what i was doing like with my time because it said like the the compound effect is basically it takes the simple idea that when you know you do you do like simple things you know each and every day over time it's gonna compound into like yeah. you know big rewards so like today like for like the the workout we were doing you know we hit like a full body workout you know what i mean and it's like if like you're new to like working out and like let's say like you know you can't do like an hour or something Okay, shoot for like 20, 30 minutes. Do what you can. Yeah, exactly. Even even a 10-minute walk yeah. is, is what you need to do. Just get outside, move around. Mm-hmm. That, uh, what you said about, you know, over time, like, you know, doing the little things over time is what makes you successful. That also reminded me of another quote. It's, uh, I think it's like, dedication over time equals success. Mm-hmm. And that's a true thing. Like, people, like, people, they start doing things, like, like coming in working out they're like they're they're way overweight they go in a workout they're like okay i did this workout and they're checking themselves in the mirror like look at me do i look good like and then after a week they're like (laughs) fuck this dude i don't haven't had any changes but it's all about the dedication over time Mm -hmm. and if you can compound those things over time and do it over and over and over again you will find results in anything that you do anything that you do like i started um breeding cattle this uh, like a year ago and i was terrible terrible i actually had to lie to get that to get that job I, I, yeah <laughs> i actually because i always want to learn how to breed cattle because yeah. i'm i love cows and um i had to tell them that yeah i've, I've had some um you know i in the past i've done a little bit and they're like okay yeah we come in and we'll, we'll teach you i had no idea what i was doing so for like an entire year I would go in every morning at 5.30, not get paid, just to learn how to do it. And now now that I'm getting paid and I learned how to do it, and it's, and like painting too, like I suck at painting, mm-hmm. but you just do it over and over and over again, and you learn from your mistakes, and you learn the tricks that you do, that you can become successful at it. Definitely, man. You know, it, it just, you know, everything takes, you know, like you said, just time and dedication, you know. And another thing I learned, too, is, like, I feel like a lot of people, like, need to, like, filter out, like, other people's success and just really yeah. focus on you. Because what happens is it's, like, envy starts to set in and maybe jealousy, mm-hmm. you know, and you're, like, oh, I don't have the same results. This person, I'm doing something wrong. And it's, like, I tell people, I'm, like, you know, you just have to, like, try. You know what I mean? Like, just really just de- try and dedicate yourself to it for at least six months to a year yeah you know before you you know like complain you know Mm -hmm. and that's something that that i'm slowly you know realizing too you know whether it be like you know from like the the gym you know or or me you know in real estate because i I love real estate i want to get into yeah listen to that podcast with your buddy i was actually really curious about that i'm like man i'm gonna i'm gonna learn more about that stuff so i'll have to talk later about that definitely man you know like and one thing uh, on that podcast that we were talking about, you know, it's just like, you know, a lot of like, it's easy, like, I'm not going to say easy again, real estate, but the barriers to entry, like, are lower now than like they've ever been. Yeah. And it's like, you don't need to like go on like what a lot of experience or money, but it's like, I feel like really what you need is just like that, um, like, like, just like that mindset that like, hey, uh, I, this is going to be like. A long-term ride i'm know? gonna suck at this for yeah. a long time and yeah. with, with my jiu-jitsu i'm still in that i i, I took a level up but i this the, this is why i love martial arts um because you go in 
and you get your ass beat yeah. by these guys that are like nerds like yeah. they're like i i'm 150 pounds while i was 165 at the time and there's people that are like 120 pounds that are just kicking my ass and you go in over time i got better over time i got better over time i still suck yeah but i'm not getting my ass beat as bad as i was before mm-hmm. and it's just you just gotta go and go and go and you gotta really embrace this sh- the sucky part mm-hmm. Be- when you embrace this journey and you embrace the sucky part that's when it gets a lot easier and when you embrace the suckiness yeah you know like, like you say you know you just have to have the whole mindset that you know like hey like you know i'm gonna suck at this you know i'm gonna look goofy yeah but who gives a fuck yeah exactly who gives a fuck you know just have that fuck it mentality because the people that are judging you are the people that aren't gonna be successful Mm -hmm. they're not in anything they do because they're judging because they're jealous they Mm -hmm. they're they're haters Mm -hmm. you know what i mean i hate to use the term haters but that's what they are they're haters you know and haters will never prosper Mm -hmm. and you just gotta take that as fuel and just move on move on move on and even if it's to prove the haters wrong you just got to find any type of fuel to just continue to do your path and over time you'll become successful yeah exactly you know and, and i always like to say you know you're already you know further along than you know like the haters because they're just you know staying back and just talking shit you know but like you're actually in the field you know mm. like like you're actually working you know yeah and like you said they're like they're not going to be successful because i feel like everyone has dreams but i feel like not everyone is like going to turn like those dreams into a reality because it's like they're just not working and it's like they're judging somebody else instead of yeah you know r- really just because you know, their dreams aren't themselves. working so they're judging you because yeah. they've been in the position you are and it didn't pay off for them so they're like oh no screw this guy mm-hmm. and then and any type of success that you get minor success they're like oh it's, it's gonna end it's gonna end yeah, it's gonna end you know he just got lucky yeah you know, really, yeah like that that's what they be saying you know and you just always just have to be like like you said like the at the beginning just being the growth mindset and just like you know know that you don't know shit you know that you don't know anything and just always be a student just always taking mm-hmm. knowledge because once you think yeah. that you've had enough that's when you go back to zero yeah no there is nobody of nobody ever lived that has figured it out 100 percent. Mm. but the process of figuring out figuring it out even though nobody's ever going to figure out life but the process of figuring it out that's the path that you want to be on definitely man you know like like you just never want to you know get like too arrogant or you know too cocky yeah you know because life is crazy you know like shit happens you know like literally it's like you know today could be the best day you ever have but then like tomorrow you know could really suck you know Mm -hmm. like you know let's say like you know you're like investing in the stock market you've been making some gains you know and then it's like the market could drop tomorrow. Yeah, and I, just, I just had that happen yeah, to me this week. Yeah, <laughs> you, know you know what I mean? But I'm like, this is my Roth IRA. I'm just going to keep it in here, whatever. It's always going to trend upwards. Yeah. But that, that's that's funny because my stock market has been very, very shitty lately. Yeah, man. You I, know, I'm not the best investor, but, you know, you're yeah. just doing it. Just putting money away. It's better than going to the bar and spending it on booze. You know yeah, what I exactly. mean? Because the stock market's always going to trend upwards. Yeah. So, you know, and, and it's like, I feel like now... You know, like what, what I always tell people is, you know, like just like just run the course, you know, like like with the stock market, because it's like, yeah, it's like the market's shitty, but it's like it's also like on sale right now, too. <laughs> you know? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah well, I, I, I thought it was on sale, so I bought, but then it yeah. dropped lower. But <laughs> yeah, but uh, what, what was I going to say? Well, I want to get your opinion on um, stock market and how you should invest. Yeah. Do you think that you should uh, diversify your portfolio or do you think that you should kind of just stick with one uh, industry? What what I've what I realized, are, am I taking this from the perspective that like you're new into investing or you kind of been doing it for a minute? You're new into investing. Say somebody, yeah. somebody wants, somebody has, I don't know, $2,000 are sitting on and they want to yeah. get into investing. Yeah. What would you do? What, what I would say to to that person is definitely like kind of how like you said, set up you, you know, like a Roth IRA, 
you know, and like invest in an S&P 500 index fund. Because if you invest, if you just have like a traditional brokerage, that's not a tax advantage account, you know. And with the Roth IRA, when you put your money in, it's taxed. But when you pull it out, it's tax free. Yeah, you have to be like 65 or something to pull it out, right? Yeah. That's it's mainly yeah. for uh, retirement. Yeah. The Roth IRA. Yeah. So you know you do that, and then you invest, you know, into the S and P 500, and that just gives you like so much diversification already. Yeah. You know, and you reinvest the dividends. And then after like a while of doing that, you know, maybe pick, you know, a couple sectors that you're interested in or that they're companies that you use every day. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, yeah. I, I've learned that because my uh, my dad, he's uh, he likes to do the stock market and stuff, but but he just, he kind of got into because I was reading all these books on the stock market and he's like, oh, yeah, I want to start investing, too. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, man, invest in this. I'm like, all right, I'm investing in this. And <laughs> I had no idea. I had no idea what it was about. And those are the ones that I've lost on. And the ones that I've actually, you know, I because I have Apple and I have this one company, uh, C Limited, which I, if you have money right now, buy that company. Um, it's it's uh, pretty much Asia's um, Amazon. Oh, so okay. it's an e-commerce site and they create video games and stuff. I bought it out like Three years ago, I bought it at 150, went up to 360, and then it dropped back down to 150. So, <laughs> but I mean, it's always going to trend upward. We're going to yeah. see. It. But so the reason why I asked that is because I I have a this is probably probably the wrong opinion, but I have a different opinion on how people should yeah. invest in stocks. And mm. you know, it's I think that people should not diversify in their stocks. They they shouldn't. Why not? Because I think that they should find an industry that they think is going to be successful. Like, I think tech is going to be successful. I mean, tech mm -hmm. is going to be everywhere. And in any industry, they think it's going to be successful. And I think you should heavily invest in that, that industry. Because that's where you're going to make most of your gains. Be um, because okay. if the stock market is a, it's a high risk reward. Mm -hmm. But if the stock market is low and you have a diversification then your portfolio is going to be low. But if you have, if the stock market's low and your industry is up, you're going to still be up even though the rest of the stock market is down. But it could go the other way. The rest of the stock market is up and your industry is up. So it's more of a high risk, high reward type of thing. And that's just, that's just what I think of it. But I'm no, I'm no, yeah. you know, investor, like you know, big yeah. investor or anything. You know, but that, but that's like, you know, good advice too. You know what I mean? Because like, I feel like, like let's say, you know, like someone, you know, like, is into like video games yeah you know what i mean and it's like they want to like you know take let's say like a hundred dollars you know or something i would say you know go and buy like you know that video game company mm -hmm. you know because like like say for example because i'm i'm not a gamer you know what i mean but like i know like a lot of people you know like love call of duty you know yeah. what i mean i'm like go buy call of duty you guys know like i tell these people i'm like when the next call of duty like drops like the stock is like gonna go up crazy yeah what's their what's their who is that oh what's their company do you know yeah who does call it i don't i don't know people bro. are probably like yeah they're like come on yeah they're like come on but yeah yeah just buy that company man the one thing that i missed out on was back back in the day i think it might have been the same semester but i was in a uh economics class with uh I forgot the guy's name. Was it Peterson? Yes. Yeah. I love that guy. Yeah. And this was like a year before Disney dropped Disney Plus. And he was like teaching us how to invest and everything. He's like, guys, Disney Plus is coming out. You got to invest in Disney. My dumbass is like, oh, fuck, dude, I got like 500 bucks, but I'm going to go to the bar tonight. You know, like, <laughs> I'll figure it out later. Yeah. So, but I, that's a big regret because, and then it was funny because he was like, I'm not supposed to do this. Don't tell anybody. He went on his TD Ameritrade and everything, and he bought like 500 shares of Disney in front of the class. He's like, I'm tired of talking to you guys about this. I'm just going to do it. Yeah. And then, dude, how big is Disney stock now from what it used to be, you know? know. Like, every, like, they're just like expanding like their, their network, you know? And, and another reason why I think Disney like is so profitable is just because like, you know, they, they're just putting out so much content on Disney Plus. Yeah. You know, like, so they they drop a new show 
okay, like they, they know has thousands, millions of new subscribers, their their stock is gonna go up. You and know? you also have to piggyback on big companies, mm-hmm. right? Because a lot of people think that, okay, I gotta get the low company and I gotta hope that they become Amazon or I gotta hope that they become Apple. But how many how many companies have become Amazon and yeah. how many companies have become Apple or Google or Microsoft? Very, 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 very minimum of them. Mm-hmm. But you wanna get invest into a company that you know is gonna be a good company forever. You know, like Apple they're never gonna yeah. drop down. They're always gonna go up because how big of their company is. Amazon, they're always gonna go up yeah. how big of their company is. But when you start investing in these, it's cool because I have a couple penny stocks and stuff like my dad told me to do it, but it's like, yeah, put your money in these penny stocks just to hope. But if you really are focusing on your retirement, you wanna piggyback on those bigger companies mm. and you wanna get them on like a low, like right now is the best time. Sorry about that, guys. <laughs> yeah. I, live right, I live on a busy road. Yeah. But especially right now, if you have the money, invest in the stock market because, I mean, it's going to crash. So I'm, I'm not I'm not like a broker or anything. I'm, I assume that the stock market is going to crash. So you could either buy it now, you could wait on the crash. But in the next year or two, invest on the stock market because it's, this is, I have a feeling this is going to be like the roaring 20s was before. We're going to go into the depression and then boom, we're going to come out and we're going to skyrocket. Right. Yeah, definitely. So, and that's the same thing as we we're talking about with the growth mindset, mm-hmm. right? In order to have those low, in order to have the high highs, you got to have the low lows. Mm-hmm. There's no growth without suffering. Yeah, definitely. You know, and, and that's true, man, because it's like, you know, and, and, and I've done this before, you know, where it's like, you know, you invest, you know, let's say 50 to a hundred dollars, like in a stock, you know, and, and you're like, okay, you know, this is like going to go up, you know, mm-hmm. and then it, you have some gains over the next couple months, you know, like, like you're back down to where you started or worse. And like, you just pull your money out. Yeah. And you give you, up. It's like, yeah. it's like what we were talking about where you got to embrace the suffering, you know, you're, yeah. you're going to, it's you like you go up. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm going to sell. And it, are you, you're going to go up. And you're like, oh, I don't know. And then you got stuck in and you're like, God damn it, I should have sold. Yeah. It's just part of playing the stock market. You gotta you gotta embrace the journey and you gotta hold on to those stocks. You know, you could play like you could play the stock market with the little companies, but if you had the big companies, you gotta hold on to them. Definitely, man. You know. Is, is there any uh last final thoughts that you wanna say <sighs> before uh Man? I don't know. Just embrace the journey, dude. Yeah. Embrace the journey. And that goes along with your podcast name too. Definitely. You just got to embrace the journey and don't get too down. Don't focus on the things that you can't control. Focus on the things you can control. Keep that growth mindset. Find people that also have the growth mindset. And when you have that growth mindset, you're going to attract the people, you know, and just live in the moment, you know, don't live in the past and don't live in the future. If you live in the moment, there's going to you're going to really, really have a happy, healthier life, you know, get healthy, live in the moment. And, you know, that, that's all I have to say, man. Definitely. Well, everyone, this is Jeremiah Riley with The Journey. Cole, thank you for hopping on. Thank you for the fresh yes, beef, man. I got you, man. I appreciate it, man. And this is The Journey, and we're out. <laughs>